Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Cod Swallop. Good choice. Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. You might know me from the Tell Him Steve Day podcast and the I Sell Comics podcast. Listen, I love podcasting. I love talking, but what I really love doing is talking cod swallow. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the talking... Okay, I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Cod Swallow podcast. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast, Talking Cod Swallow, right here, man. Welcome to this week's Talking Cod Swallop. I am Gemma. I'm the tired, like a reanimated zombie corpse, James. <laughs> and what a lovely, lovely corpse he makes. <laughs> Although we shouldn't start the episode by talking about James dying again, as mid yes. through the episode last week, we then <laughs> went to his funeral and laughed about yeah. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't know if it's a bit early to be doing a callback yet. <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe i'm not complete walking dead but i'm getting there but it's all yeah. good it's all good it's just a uh, lack of sleep but it's all good i'm here i'm powering through yeah we you will are. succeed oh yes we are and we're recording on a friday as well so just happens to be that if the episode comes out a little bit later on sunday please just bear with us but it will be with you on sunday so but yeah because well I've got some news to sort of talk about, but, um, you know, before I get onto that, because it might take a while, <laughs> James, how's your week been? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, sleep's been iffy, but, you know, when is yeah. it not? But, yeah, the week has been pretty good. It's, uh, it's a lovely, uh, uh, lovely evening, you know, great view over the fields from where I am. So, yeah, my week has actually ended pretty good. It's not been bad at all. Oh, well, that's good. And your sleep thing, is it brought on by, like, stress or anything like that? Well, I don't think it's stress. I think it's just, well, yeah, I'm not particularly stressed. I think probably the fact that it's lighter never helps me. Yeah. So I wake up at, you know, weird hours. It's a shame that you can't fit blackout blinds in a way. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I may, I may have to consider something like that, but it's also the interesting thing that for a callback, we're going to have a callback now uh, okay. for, for the Salty Tab Bowls. Uh, those <laughs> who listen to uh, my, uh, my and Joanne's review of Picard, cheese does seem to really mess me up. So if I eat cheese, I have the most weird, lucid dreams ever. <laughs> <laughs> I have that as well. And yeah. that's quite insane. But at the same time, I quite enjoy the dreams because they're always really weird and wacky. Hmm. So they're never like, yeah. <laughs> you know, deadly, horrible and serious or anything like that. But yeah, it's, um, they are quite wacky dreams. So I do, yeah, it's quite fun to have a chunk of cheese before sleep. <laughs> Although I did have a really weird dream. I know like I've been suffering with insomnia not sleeping, but when I do sleep, uh, I had a really, I mentioned this on Twitter. I dreamt about that I've been working on a Porsche 911 with a guy. Uh, who runs a, a YouTube site called Watch Junior Go. So that okay. was just like the most bizarre dream ever. I think probably because I've been watching his stuff quite a lot, it must have buried into my subconscious. Yeah, it might have done. It definitely might have done. So, because, uh, yeah, with regards to like my dreams, because I do have some weird and vivid and 
wacky dreams whether i have cheese mm-hmm. or not but mm-hmm. the um we should do like a dream segment at one point where yes. our listeners like oh salty tadpoles you know you don't mind being called listeners occasionally by accident do you but yeah they should write in with like their weird and well they're just general dreams whether they be weird or wacky or the, whether they be um normal and we could like assess them we can analyze them yeah. yeah and it could be called dreams dream dream dreams <laughs> alternatively we could play dream weaver what's that one <laughs> it's uh you've seen wayne's world oh yeah i have every time wayne's having like uh, a fancy about uh, cassandra he starts playing dream weaver Oh, and it keeps going. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, okay, I get it. (laughs) But yeah, that might be quite fun, one episode to do that. But yeah, I do have the most bizarrest of dreams. I don't think that's a word, but bizarrest. But you know, well, it's a gemmerism, so it's going in the dictionary. Yeah, it's a gemmerism. (laughs) I'm trying to think of any, but I, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I will definitely let you guys know when we do the segment. So that would be fun. Sweet. I like the sound of it. Yeah. 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 So, so other than feeling really sleepy, you're all doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I can, th- I've got a few things I can throw into the old, uh, uh, cods wallop of things that have happened. Good. So, uh, That's yeah. Always good. There. Yeah. Definitely. So have I. But are you okay? How are you doing? Yeah. I'm not doing too badly. Thank you. I've been suffering very badly with my, well, it started off with my stomach that mm-hmm. I was being a bit poorly, being sick. And, um, and then, like a couple of days later, my back really started hurting and it was, yeah, it really was so painful. But my mum's got this, um, like electronic back massager thing. And that sounds really dodgy and I don't mean it in a dodgy way. Yeah. But it's, 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 it's not a sex toy. No, it's a, a sex, <laughs> sex toy or back massager. No. Um, yeah, it definitely is a back massager, but yeah, it's, it's kind of helped quite a bit because she, uh, cause I came home on, uh, what day were we on? So it, I must have come home on Wednesday mm-hmm. and then, yeah, sort of come down to sort of pick it up. And I must have been in a lot of pain to drive an hour in that much pain to, yeah. you know, use it. And then she let me borrow it. So I've been using it while I was um, up in pool. So it, it's pretty horrible when you get back pain. Yeah. Uh, it makes you feel old as well. Yeah. It makes you feel horrible and old. And also, I think it might be a little bit of um, sciatica as well, because it's kind of mm-hmm. shooting into the back of my knee the pain um it's not gone as far as my ankle but yeah Mm. oh it's so painful yeah definitely because with this episode we were actually supposed to be recording a little bit behind the curtains as we like to do um we were supposed to be recording this episode with a good friend of mine called dr squee that's not his real name but that's his podcasting name yeah so he is going to be a guest on the show because we want to talk to him about his new podcast that he's doing which is called the dr squee show where he interviews uh lots of different people from all walks of life basically and it's it's a really good show and he does a very good interview we will arrange that for next week i i think so excellent 
Hunt, his yeah. brand spanking new show. Now, yeah. I'm going to say spanking. It's not to do with spanking. It's just a brand new polished, shiny show. Well, you know, one day you might get a porn star that you can speak to. You never know. And then the spanking conversation can happen. That's true. Get a good old dominatrix in. Excellent. Oh, Sold. yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we should get one. That would be quite fun. Yes. Yeah, I'll <laughs> sign up for that episode. I did actually meet the girl who was in Ty called PVC modeling stuff at... Uh, is it London Comic Con? Oh, really? I wonder if I've still got her card. I'll have to have a look. We had a chat and I took a business card off her, so I'm sure I've still got it somewhere. Ah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Fetish model, I think that's the thing, or something like that. Anyway, yeah. But yeah, lovely woman. Really cool. Yeah, lovely woman. Yep, she only hit me twice with her, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Her riding crop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> harder, mistress, harder. <laughs> but other news, basically. So other than my back and feeling a bit sick at the beginning of the week, and uh, no, I'm not pregnant, anyone who's going to ask. Um, I'm <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Taking the tablets correctly. A bit too soon for all that jazz. But um, yeah, me and Chris have decided that we, well, we've, it's been on the cards for a while, but we've decided that we're going to move into a house together. Because at the moment, as everyone knows, we're in this tiny little flat. Mm -hmm. We've got until October on his, um, what's it called? Lease. Lease. Yeah, thank you. Um, so we got until October, but the other night we both woke up 1am to a gunshot Ooh. yeah and like you don't think of guns in this country but it scared the living daylights out of me and i think to be honest that was the absolute icing on the cake with regards to how we were feeling mm -hmm. about the place anyway because we really didn't like it there we don't like the area it's not mm. safe for his son to be there as well you know we we need to have a really safe environment mm -hmm. that you know, Finley can enjoy and also that we can, um, you know, that we feel comfortable in because it's not the case at the moment. And we're going for a house so that we know that we're not sharing or we don't know who we're sharing with, if you know what I mean. It's just yeah. the three of us or, well, mm -hmm. three of us at the weekends. Mm -hmm. So that's on the cards at the moment. So I'll be, that's the reason why the episode might be a little bit later on Sunday because I'm driving back to Paul tomorrow mm -hmm. to have a little look at, house that we found mm -hmm. so fingers crossed we have seen one already which we were almost going to go for but chris had lived there with an ex right okay although i was absolutely fine with it he kind of had a thought about it and he thought well no i don't want to go backwards yeah there's a lot of happy and negative memories there so his words were it's best that we create our own memories so so that was nice, you know. Yeah. It was nice that we sat down and had a good talk about it and stuff. It's definitely very, very good and excellent to hear that you're moving in together. Yeah. But sorry about the, the scary stuff of a shot, you know, hearing no. a shot. I mean, the, for me, the, the difference is when I hear shot, it's shoot, you know, it's shooting as in like birds, it's, yeah. you know, or clay pigeon shooting. So I'm sort of used to hearing gunshots, but it's still, I guess, what you mean when you say it, it's a shock when you hear that sort of thing. Because it still does surprise you. Yeah, definitely. 1am. Yeah, 1am. Yeah. It was horrible because I laid there. It was so, actually, there's a, like a funny part to it as well, which probably Chris will kill me for saying. But basically, because I, I woke up in a real startle, you know, kind of thing. Mm. We hadn't long gone to bed, so I wasn't fully deep in a, uh, in a deep sleep, shall I say. Yeah. But 
you know, so I, I woke up as a stars and I was like, oh my God, Chris, did you hear that? And he went, yeah. And I said, did that sound like a gunshot to you? Because, you know, sometimes a car backfiring can yeah. be, but it was a definite, definite gunshot. You know, like you've heard enough in the movies to kind of know the difference, you know, because, <laughs> you know, I don't think it, like I said earlier, I don't think of guns in this country. So it, yeah, I, I was kind of thinking, yeah, was it, was in it, you know, kind of thing. Mm. Um, but no, we both, we both heard it as a gunshot. So in the morning, there was nothing that was sort of like given the illusion that something had happened, if you know what I mean. But hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe somebody just let it off by accident or whatever, but still. But the funny part was I was lying there for a good like 15, 20 minutes, sort of like really startled rabbit, you know, feeling really scared sort of thing. Hmm. And Chris went straight back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. He didn't go to investigate. He just went straight back to sleep. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I think we might need to get a dog so that I feel safe. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm getting this impression that if, like, you know, someone broke in your house, you and Chris, you'd wake up and Chris would go, that'll be fine. <laughs> just yeah. go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. We got nothing to steal. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be all right. Yeah. Yep. No, if somebody broke into <laughs> if somebody did break into the house, though, I think I would be sort of kicking him out of bed and be like, yeah. "Oi, go and sort it out." Yeah. You'd make him get up. Wake up. Wake up. Prod. 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 Yeah. <laughs> be like idle hands, and then I have to go downstairs after him. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear what a cool bag I do hands <laughs> absolutely yeah and the other thing that happened that following day as well which really really pissed me off and actually this kind of leads into a codswallop so I guess we're gonna get into the what a load of codswallops in in a sort but one of my uh neighbors who lives across the street so there's two big houses that are filled with flats mm -hmm. and they're opposite each other yeah so basically she was walking down this little sort of driveway thing and i was just stood at the window having a cigarette and whatnot and she shouted up to me and she goes like really aggressively and she goes to me why do you keep staring at me <laughs> like this I, I was like really put her back for like a couple of seconds and i went yeah yeah because i was like well you know like when you're stood at somewhere there's not much that you can sort of look at is there that's true yeah yeah so it was kind of like i, I just shouted back at her and i was like you know what love i've got more important things to look at than you <laughs> <laughs> she huffed off and she just went on a merry way but i was just like fuck off <laughs> you know get a grip but then she came out a bit later and I just sort of kept my eyes to the floor because I was just like, mm. I can't be asked with, you know, the anger of people. Just get a life and get over it. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so she was one of my codswallops this week. <laughs> it's weird, that. That is a little weird. I know. A little strange. It is. It's absolutely ridiculous that, you know, somebody goes out of a way to think that I'm like watching her you know it's like oh god if i wanted to watch something i'd stick the telly on yeah maybe she's just paranoid and bonkers or maybe she was the killer she was the one who shot somebody and she was just carrying out in plastic bags maybe it's possible it mm. could be the fact that she shot someone and she's worried that you're on to her ah i think that's it i think that's it yeah, james it could be it yeah yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not saying this would work in a court of law. This is not an ironclad uh, case. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, yeah. No, but she's obviously got a polar paras or whatever, and she's mm. just like, just thinks that er- the whole world revolves around her and that everybody wants to look at her. So I don't know. <laughs> What can I say? <laughs> the world is indeed a strange place. <laughs> yes, it is. It's <laughs> just ridiculous. So, yeah, so that naturally just went into a codswallop of mine. But I'm trying to think of what the other one was now, because I think, well, my back has been one. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's, you know, I can't help that. So, oh, I I was really... Di- well, this kind of, like, leads on to... So I've gone all over the place today. I'm just going to leave that as my Codswallop, but this is a sort of final story because I did promise that today, Friday, I was going to do a recording of me going into the shop with my crazy-ass mask. Okay. And, yeah, and I, I didn't do it. Ah. The reason why I didn't do it was purely and simply because everybody in the shop had masks on. Mm. So I couldn't have seen people's reactions to it anyway. Because <laughs> it's like you, the eyes don't tell exactly the same, all of the stories, does it? So it's yes. kind of like, no. yeah, you can't, unless you see the face, you can't see if somebody's like laughing or smiling at you or just scowling. Well, you can see them scowling at you, but uh, yeah, so I didn't do that. So it was a bit of a letdown, but yeah. I was walking around in it, and it was bloody hot. Hmm. Bloody hot to walk around in them. Uh, I mean, on the mass front, I did see something that was really nice today, which was two people saw each other, two women, and they shouted, we've got the same mask on. Which <laughs> 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 was actually quite a nice thing to see, because most people seem to be sort of scurrying around with the mask on without sort of really making, con- you know, really sort of making eye contact and things with people. But I did like yeah. to see two people saying that, we've got the same mask. <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed as well when you're walking down a shopping aisle? Because it seems to be, well, the Tesco's that I went in today, anyway, other supermarkets are available, that the arrows have been removed off the the floor. Yeah. I've tried to really stay away from going into supermarkets, but I did pop in um, to Morrison's. As pointed out, there are other places to go, but that was the best for the fuel that I needed, so I had a quick wander around. Fair enough. And, yeah, I mean – the, the, the thing that's a bit scary is the social distancing stuff is starting to go out the window. People yeah. are not paying attention to it, certainly in any real meaningful way. But we'll just have to see how things pan out. But, yeah, you're right. The old uh, arrow system seems to have got a bit more lax. But you could see, I mean, in Morrison's, they still did have, you know, markings on the floor. So I guess they're trying, but people don't seem to be paying as much attention to them no it's almost like oh i've got a mask on now so i can literally stand next to you and touch you on the arm you know because then (laughs) i'm not going to touch my face later on when you know i take this mask off (laughs) you know yeah, it's it's a strange one. It is strange. We'll just have to see how things pan out. I mean, yeah. I suppose coronavirus is going to be hanging around in some form or other for many years to come, I suspect. So it's just dealing with it as it is. Yeah, regardless of your opinion, you know, meaning not just yours, but anybody's yeah. opinion on um, Boris Johnson, he's basically said it's not going to be cleared up at least until yeah. mid next year, is it? So I mean, I think that's a that's a very uh, optimistic way yep. of looking at it i think it'll be it'll be like the flu we normally get which you know it mutates and changes and hangs around yeah in a form or another so yeah 
I think we'll probably never see the end of it, really. No, I don't think so. I think it's, yeah, here to stay now. So, yeah, but maybe it will be the case that we won't have to walk around with masks on, maybe. Mm. But who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? We just don't know. Yeah. yeah, we've never lived through this kind of thing before, do have we? So uh, it's no. hard to tell. It is. But anyway, let's go with something a bit more positive. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with my codswallop. Yeah. So, Indeed. Get, let's go for it. Picture the scene. It was Sunday. I'd been to see my dad and spent some lovely time with him, going for a, a nice walk in the woods and in the hills. It was nice. great. We'd had a really nice time and a nice sit-down meal, etc. So I set off at five o'clock in the evening to go home and came to stretch of the motorway. Oh, it's not car codswallop, is it? It is, but it's a bit <laughs> different, this one. So I get to stretch the motorway. Okay. And what should have taken a 10-minute bit of driving was an hour and a half. Oh, no. As I was sat in a queue of traffic caused by a load of complete tosser boy racer people who like to think they're Vin Diesel, who'd uh, decided to basically park up on a bit of motorway and just stop and create Ugh. untold chaos. And also been driving around an industrial estate, creating chaos for the people on a, a nearby housing estate, and just being complete and utter assholes. Uh, so much so that this actually is in the news. So if you look for places called Hyde and Denton, okay, it's in the Manchester City News, but I think it also made the national news uh, about these these idiots in these cars who basically create untold chaos. Uh, the positive takeaway is two of them did crash into each other. So the shadow Freud in me really enjoyed that those creating the problem, uh, yeah, actually, uh, you know, suffered as well. But they created carnage the police were out to deal with things i'm sorry guys you are not vin diesel you are not paul walker this is not fast and the furious you are just foolish and i'm being very very nice because i could get really profane you're idiots basically you yeah chaos for people yeah i don't know why you're being so nice to be honest james let it all out that's what cos wallops for come on say the words basically they are just complete dickheads and what they've yeah. done is just it, it was creating madness for people and i was sat in this queue now to me it wasn't a major problem but i was thinking to myself what if you were if you due to go to say the airport I know there's a lot less travel. What if you do to go to the airport? What if there was like an emergency you're trying to attend? Yeah. And these these complete morons, which is what they are, were just doing this. Yeah, or you needed to go to the hospital or whatever. Yeah. I did get to see the police arresting one of them, which was quite enjoyable. Uh <laughs> nice. So you were a, a rubbernecker then, were you? Yeah, I was. Yeah. The the part that was really quite interesting, or the guy I actually felt very sorry for was the guy in the lane next to me, who was in his Ferrari <gasps> was probably literally watching quarter of a tank go at a time, quarter of a tank go at a time. Because can you imagine what the, the <laughs> with his fuel consumption? <laughs> yeah, I definitely can because Chris has got a, a sporty kind of car. Yeah. And it's like literally, well, sometimes it goes off for little drives and stuff. But, yeah, you know, like when he's going back and forth to work and stuff, I'm just like, oh, my God, how has your petrol gone already? We only live yeah. 10 minutes away, you know, or whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> You know, but yeah, insane. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, these people are morons, basically. So yeah, that's my, my, and it, it's a codswallop for hundreds of people. I suspect it's not just yes. me that will have created untold chaos. But yeah, if you have a look, you'll find it. Uh, sweet, gentle, salty tadpoles. If you have a look, and in fact, interesting. If any of you were uh, this impacted by any of you, please feel free to share. That would be good. Yeah. 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 Let us know if you were involved in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I wouldn't really recommend telling me if you were on the people in the car because I will just basically 
find you and take pot shots at you. <laughs> I am going to unleash it. If it was up to me, you people would have basically been pepper sprayed, tear gassed, rubber bulleted, hit with uh, the water hose, the high pressure water hose, and you would have been basically driving over stinger traps to shred your tires. You <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> I love it when you unleash the Kraken, James. Because <laughs> you're quite a well-spoken, you know, like really, not not posh, but you're well-spoken and you like yeah. really <laughs> say things that are profound and stuff like that. But I really like it when you get to the nitty-gritty of what you really want to say. <laughs> I feel like I've got a bad influence on you, but it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's my favorite thing yeah. what was your other cods wallop um no i think that's probably enough i can, yeah because i can't think of one off the top of my head so i'd say that's probably enough i've, I've unleashed uh, the cracking enough on that one yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if this episode wasn't called because uh, already i know what it's going to be called that it's basically the <laughs> laughing at <laughs> i'm just laughing thinking of <laughs> no no i was just gonna call it quarantine check-in but if not it would have been release the kraken <laughs> yeah pretty much given a a fair assessment of how i think the police should deal with these people yeah yeah definitely so james have you got anything else to talk about before we move on to our segment which we're doing this week which is uh, to check in on our lovely salty tadpoles and see how they're doing with lockdown. So have you got anything else that you'd like to talk about? I certainly do. Just a little story that I think might interest uh, the salty tadpoles. If you cast your mind back to the uh, seldom mentioned story of the haunting of my uncle's house. Oh, uh, my there God. Is in, yeah. <laughs> there is, in fact, a follow-up. Okay. Follow-up story. So. I mentioned to my uncle my experience, and this is when I saw him a few months ago, and he was very surprised about it. I may have never told him, but anyway. And he was telling me something else that happened. So one day, uh, one one weekend, uh, they were tidying up the house, and uh, his wife was painting the hallway. And he was in the bedroom, and he heard um, Christine going, Ian, stop messing about. So he was like, okay, carry on doing stuff. She went, will you stop it? So he carries on, and he's she went, look, just stop it. So he sticks his around the door and says, what are you talking about? I mean, I'm in the bedroom tidying up. And so he goes back in. She went, stop it. And he, stop it, stop, stop messing about. And he comes out and he says, well, what's going on? And she said, you keep pulling on the back of my shirt. Ooh. Yeah, there's no way. But here's this interesting thing. The hallway she was in painting was right next to the room. She was really close to the room where the Ooh. picture was uncovered. Ooh. Yeah, so it's definitely haunted. Mm. But then there's one other thing to it. So okay. My uncle and aunt had had a, fr- a couple of friends staying over one weekend. Mm-hmm. There'd been maybe years of nothing majorly happening. Mm-hmm. The door started opening and closing itself. Ooh. Yeah, again. And when they left, as a joke, Ian goes to the door and it's a latch and he starts messing with the latch and he's going, come on, ghosty, come on, come on, messing around the latch. Yeah. Nothing happens. And he got then, so he, you know, he's going, come on, ghosty, still nothing happens. So he goes <laughs> and crosses the lounge, living room, whatever you want to call it, and sits down. Okay. And the door opened and closed itself. Ooh. Maybe they didn't like being goaded, but they wanted to show that yeah. they could do it, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's clearly evident that the interesting thing with, that, with this ghost is it doesn't like change. No. This is a little message to Nathan now. 
um, Nathan Page, who's our paranormal expert yeah. from a couple of uh, Halloween episodes previous, but also a friend of ours as well. So yes. I really think we need to get together and we need to investigate your auntie. It was auntie and uncle, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think we need to investigate their house together for an episode. Well, I don't know whether they'd allow us to do it, but it would be uh, – I could certainly con- – consider telling them about it yeah see they join the interest but isn't it interesting that when there are other people there which ties into when me and my parents were there mm-hmm. stuff happens when there's an alteration of some sort happening like when they move the pitch or in this case just something as simple as painting yeah stuff happens interesting it is really interesting so it's definitely do you think it does it feel like it's um a horrible ghost or does it feel like it's actually like quite a friendly ghost well Ian didn't give me the impression anything so horrendous happened. He doesn't give me that, you know, when he was talking about it. So it doesn't come across as a, a nasty spirit. Yeah. But I will be honest, you go into that room, that end room, and the feeling is not a pleasant feeling. Um, but it just seems to be, my, the way I look at it is it's not so malevolent, but it does seem to, it obviously has a real thing about disliking change, which is the evident thing with this. So it's interesting, that though. Yeah. Well, I don't like change, so, um, you know, I can understand that. (laughs) So you could be haunting people at some point. (laughs) Just as you said that, you could be haunting people, and this has happened a couple of times, so I don't think it's connected, but the door to the room that I'm in has just opened. (laughs) Okay. If it it opens and closes itself, clearly the ghost that um, Ian and Christine is on some sort of tour. (gasps) Maybe, but I'm going to have to just pop over and close it so very quickly, so bear with me. (laughs) Yeah, but I... (laughs) But I just thought it was a very interesting one to mention as an up that just, well, yeah, yeah, very interesting stuff to know. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I was going to come back and pretend I was the ghost of the, the door, but you ruined it yeah. because you carried on talking. <laughs> I was going to go. Know. What can I say? I'm a bad man. <laughs> I'm the ghost of the door. Keep me open. <laughs> <laughs> All I can say to that is that's a very wooden joke. Oh, oh dear. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, so basically, as long as James has finished with his story and I'm not cutting him off, is nope, that right? it's all good. Yeah? It's all good. Okay, awesome. One of the reasons that we got together and recorded today was not only to obviously do a episode as we normally would, but also to... um hear from you our lovely salty tadpoles and see how you're actually coping throughout this lockdown period and it's really kind of overwhelming how many of you have actually got back in touch with us so thank you ever so much for everyone who did and um, you know for those who didn't as well i i hope that you get some benefit from what other people have got to say as well so you know that you're not alone out there you know that other people feel potentially the way you do Mm -hmm. also you know like me and james on a weekly basis kind of rant and rave about how we're feeling about things but yeah Yeah. it's nice to just kind of give the listeners a a voice isn't it so yeah it's very true and i think part this is very good because one of the problems people have felt during the lockdown is the fact that there has been an increase in people feeling lonely because you are cut off from doing your norm and seeing people so 
without further to do or ado. Yeah, I'm not going to do much reading during this, but we are obviously going to discuss some of the submissions. Yes. I've got two here to read out. And then obviously, if James needs a break, I will take over for reading for a bit as well, because, you know, it's not fair. But at the same time, we all know how crap my reading is. So <laughs> I thought it might be a bit better if we get James to do the reading on this episode. So not a problem. I'm just going to move my microphone. Hopefully this won't affect the audio, but otherwise I can't see my screen. So the first one is from Owen Edmonds. And Owen had a lot to say, and I can tell that he's a little bit disgruntled as well, which is a lot of people's opinions on things at the moment. So I'm going to have a sip of drink, actually, because this is quite a long one. <laughs> Wet to whistle. Mm. Still can't whistle, though, James. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't. <sighs> See? Okay. I'll do an inward whistle. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Well, that's kind of a whistle. Yeah, but but not many people inward whistle, do they? (laughs) Okay, so this is from Owen Edmonds. So first I was like, oh, this will be fun for a couple of weeks. No biggie. But then I was like, oh shit, this is getting serious. And then I was like, fuck me, what the hell is going on? I mean... I've never seen anything quite like this except in the movies. When the nurses and doctors didn't have enough protective equipment, it was all crazy, crazy times. People were sick. People were dying. We were supposed to clap, but for whom? I'd rather they got a massive pay rise than a round of applause. Then a special advisor to our PM decided to drive for hundreds of miles at the peak of the pandemic and... That was fine. Then the same advisor had to test his eyesight by driving 40 miles with his wife and child in the car to a local beauty spot, taking a hamper on his wife's birthday. But it was only so he could test his eyesight. Because if you can't see, you take your wife and child on a long drive. I know I do. Then the old folks start dying by the hundreds because they were allowed back into care homes without getting tested. This old guy who had already done his bit for the UK raised millions. He was thanked. But why did he have to do it? I mean, we are the sixth richest country in the world. It seems like our politicians would rather sell bombs to Saudi Arabia so they can drop them on civilians in Yemen than properly fund our NHS. We were happy that the government hit their testing target, but it turned out that they lied and it only double-counted tests, but also included tests sent out in the post, not ones that were actually carried out. Thankfully enough, people were then being sensible and stayed home. So things started to get better and our world beating track and trace system was launched, which didn't work. Then we could go out a bit more, but we had to wear a mask unless we didn't have a mask to wear. But we did have to wear a mask. Um, I got a bit lost there, sorry, unless I missed it. Right, and then we could go out a bit more. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Right, this is my third attempt. (laughs) Or fourth attempt, I can't remember. And then we could go out a bit more, but we had to wear a mask, unless we didn't have to wear a mask, but we did have to wear a mask. Now things are getting back to half of normality, except they aren't. VAT has been cut so we can eat out, but I don't think that's sensible. Thankfully, no one in my immediate family has been affected, 
but I've barely been outside for four months. My surrogate grandmother, who is in her mid-80s, has not had any visitors since March. I know people who have lost their jobs and are suffering financially. Some good things have come out of this. Poisonous emissions from cars and aeroplanes have fallen. We now know that the key workers are often those who are paid the lowest wage. The NHS have done us proud, and they have. And that was me just um, saying that then. (laughs) The government don't care about the sick and the poor. Personally, I've had to move out of my flat. I've been working from home for over four months and have been told that I'll be staying working from home until the end of the year. It's tough, very tough, but I've kept my job. So many haven't. I'm so grateful to the people who have put themselves in harm's way to treat those that got sick. You are the true heroes. I give the last four months a poor three out of ten. Owen. So obviously I can see some of um, Owen's viewpoints. I mean, uh, this is the whole point of this segment is basically I want to hear everybody's opinions. Yes. I'm not going to echo it with my opinion on what he said because I agree with some of it. I don't agree with all of it, but that is by the by. I don't need or want to sort of sit here and sort of sort of picking holes in what he said or anything like that because Owen, you've got every right to obviously have your opinion on that. So No, absolutely. I mean, I agree. There are parts that I strongly disagree with him on. There are parts that I agree with him on. So it's, yeah, I mean, I'm my view on a lot of things is I don't like this idea of insulating yourself in a bubble where you were with everyone who has exactly the same view of you. Yep. Because I think that's very short-sighted. It doesn't help you. And it means that you miss out on an awful lot of experiences. So, yep. as I said, there's a lot of stuff he said that I don't agree with at all, but the stuff I definitely do agree with and i like the fact that he and i have different views it's good and i like the fact we can share different views it's cool i like that i think that i just don't like people get very single-minded and with just a a bubble of people who have all the same views of them yeah no i agree with that so my other one that i've got is from lucy caton cool she's got a different viewpoint so first of all because she sent her submission in a little bit later than was supposed to you bad girl lucy i'm going to be seeing her next sunday so i will be um (laughs) oh wait i can't tap her on the wrist because i can't touch her so um (laughs) but from a long distance i'll do a karate chop or something (laughs) throw a balloon full of hand sanitizer either oh yeah that's a good idea but it might pop and then we all know how that uh, how i feel about that Mm. That's true. (laughs) Okay, so Lucy says, first of all, Ah, am I too late for this? To which I responded to her, No, not at all. You're absolutely fine. I enjoyed the early part of lockdown as I could stay at home not seeing anyone without the usual feeling that I should be out being sociable. An introvert's dream. I liked that I didn't get invited to many Zoom quizzes. (laughs) That's a short and sweet answer. (laughs) I am actually just going to double check if uh, she did write anything else and they just didn't copy it across properly, but I think that was it. Uh, Nope, that was it. So short and sweet from our Lucy, Um, but that's, that's perfect. I mean, that's like she said, I'm quite an introvert as well, so... I've been loving, as I've said quite often, I've been loving working from home. So it's all good from my point of view as well, from that aspect. 
Uh, yeah, so I'm going to hand over the metaphorical microphone to our James now, unless you wanted to give any feedback about Lucy's. So wonderfully short and sweet, and it made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the year of the introvert at the moment, isn't it? 2020 vision is uh, the year yeah. of the introvert. Well, I made the, the joke early on with this lockdown thing, just to interject my own thing into it, where I said, so we're all meant to stay at home and be away from people, Right, I'm going to have to start wearing all black again and listening to all the music I listened to when I was a teenager. <laughs> so, yeah, so you had your golf days as well, did you? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I went through it. I, I mean, I wasn't full golf, but, yeah, I spent a lot of time just wearing black constantly. Yeah. Uh, at one stage, I remember my grandmother saying, are you going to a funeral? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wearing black constantly. <laughs> well, yeah, we all went through it. I definitely did. So, did. yeah, black lipstick with a lot. <laughs> so, Melissa from At Brook Reading Pod, she put, This is a great idea. I hate to complain, but you said you're looking for Codswallop. Yep. <laughs> so, she said, This quarantine slash lockdown slash whatever has been rough. The only upside is that I live with my girlfriend and she has made it so much easier to get through everything. We've definitely gotten closer over the past months and I think I love him more now. If that's possible, I would just randomly break into crying jags. That I don't understand what jags is. I assume you mean just crying a lot, Melissa, that is bad. I lost my job too, but not because of COVID, but because of a reduction of students at my school next year. So now I'm stuck at home away from friends, movie theatres, yeah. restaurants, or anything that would make me happy while trying to deal with being unemployed. So that's that. Yeah. Sorry to ramble. Love your show. Keep up the good work, Melissa. So, yeah, it's it's pretty awful when you hear about people losing their jobs for a variety of other reasons. But the positive yeah. thing, Melissa, is you're close to your girlfriend. So, you know, big thumbs up and win the win there. Yeah. And the other thing that I said to her as well was that, because um, obviously at the end there, she said, sorry for rambling. And a couple of people said that as well. And my response back to them was, there wouldn't be a podcast if it wasn't for rambling on, because me and James do that on a regular basis. And they were like, oh, yeah, sorry, I don't need to apologise at all. <laughs> Yeah. And on the rambling front, I just want to high five Owen. So that was a cool one, man, for the ramble. Yeah. That was a good one. They're all good. I'm liking all the stuff we've got. So, yes. The second one we got comes from at Bitchin Boutique, which as an at, uh, as just a name, is absolutely brilliant. Yes. It says in capitals, this is so long. Feel free to skip chunks of it. No, we will not. <laughs> there will be no skipping of chunks. This is going to be like a really chunky, meaty dog food with all the bits in. So, yeah. Amelia's lockdown experience. I had just been approved to work from home more often when suddenly we were told we had to stay at home for the foreseeable future. My home office setup is actually better than at work because I work for the U.S. federal government and we barely get necessities. But I still miss my cubicle. And in brackets, she's put, she's worked there for 27 years and only just got my first cubicle. And it made it pretty fun and the envy of all. Yes, cu I agree. Cubicles rock. They do. Being stuck at home has actually been great. My husband isn't a fan of leaving the house. And it turns out I'm pretty fine with it. But I miss having options. Yeah, I agree. Last week was our 20th wedding anniversary. Congratulations to you both. Uh, and we couldn't go anywhere, so we stayed home and made kebabs. I should point out that Texas almost completely reopened in May. I didn't know that. That's, uh, that's uh, impressive. 
uh, and sure we could go out, but screw it up because Austin, where I live, has the highest infection rate in the U.S. That's bad. Yeah. Surrounded by people who holler about freedom and really want to breathe on me. That's interesting thing, wishing to breathe on other people. Uh, I didn't like that before all this, so sure that I won't do it now. One big improvement is that Grubhub, one of those food delivery companies, realized there are people living out here in my area who might enjoy an occasional meal. And that combined with lots of little mom-and-pop restaurants being forced to start doing takeout means lots of yumminess. My husband and I decided to get takeout once a week from small businesses and have discovered great, now it's in capitals, restaurants we would never have heard of. Pitney and I have talked a bunch about how conventions will be affected. Will it ever be safe again to cram a couple of thousand people into a hotel? Uh, I'm just going to check my own thing. It's really scary. It's more than that. It's like tens of thousands of people. Yeah. We go to a big hurricane every year, and this year it was postponed, and then finally cancelled. But will things be safe in May of 2021? Good question. I don't think it will happen. It's a good thing the last time we went to Texas Frightmare was the year we met Tim Curry. If you're going to end a big thing, go out big. Uh, yes. I just want to interject there. Uh, I am so jealous of you meeting Tim Curry. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. There. Yeah. <laughs> now, the next one I love, because it's just so, so, so realistic and cool. At Robin Maloney. Gotta be honest, nothing has really changed with lockdown for me. Just catch up with DIY. So me and Mel did actually go around someone's house the other day and have a social meetup for the first time. Guess we are in a bowl. And it was weird seeing people. Missing doing pole, uh, pole? Dancing, maybe? Yeah, he does pole for exercise. So, and he's very, very good at it. I've seen a couple of videos. So it's very impressive. So he's missing doing pole as lessons are small and only can have you can only have one person to a poll yeah that makes sense yeah because i turned i turned around to him and i said well what because um my friend does it as well and uh she's got basically she's got like a garage that's been converted or a room of some sort but it looks like a garage i haven't actually been around to see yeah she's like got mirrors up and she's got like a pole in the middle where she can carry on and keep up with it and stuff and i said well maybe you could do that and he said yeah i have got that set up but unfortunately i just need somebody to give me the kick up the bum to actually do it and i i turned around and i said right you get on the pole right now (laughs) in all caps So the next one is from Carl Foley, and he's put, yeah, Mrs. has been in and out of hospital. I keep telling her to move in, but she don't listen. All joking aside, things will get better. Now, does one forget that, unfortunately, his stepfather died from cancer on the 4th of November last year, and it has been rather shit. But like I said, pick yourself up today. Tomorrow's a new day, and you've got to make the most of it. And, yeah, so sorry about that, Carl. I'm sorry to that you, yeah. uh, you, your partner's been unwell, but you are taking a very positive uh, thing from it by the sound of it yeah because actually again following on from that i actually asked him a couple of questions like could we know a little bit more of a backstory as to what's what's going on and he has given me a couple of voice clips now i'm recording on my phone so hopefully this works properly he has given me permission to play them so we can get a little bit of the backstory and stuff but yeah he he sounds like he's definitely going through a really really terrible time at the moment and i don't think it's like covid necessarily related i think that's adding to it 
but at the same time he is going for a really horrible time so yeah if if any of the salty tadpoles can just like send our carl a bit of love that would be appreciated because uh i think he needs a little pick me up but he also did say he's still got his sense of humor so he is still laughing so that's a good thing yeah so unfortunately because i'm recording on my telephone i can't actually physically play them so that james can hear them right now but i will be putting them into the episode so that you know we can hear what carl says and it is actually quite funny at one point as well his uh the recording kind of cuts off uh it's because some ignorant git called him how rude <laughs> but yeah he does say somebody just called me so i'm ever so sorry that was cut short <laughs> hi joe mr foley man you know me um, yeah, last August, my partner had uh, major brain surgery. Uh, she had a tumour removed. Uh, they removed 98% of the tumour. Everything's gone well, surgery-wise. It's just a uh, road to recovery. She's now uh, both legs full of blood clots. Um, she's now epileptic. It's uh, just been a continuous run of crap for the last couple of years, but keep going, keep pushing on. If it wasn't for having my beautiful young girls, I'd probably struggle a lot harder to pull myself out of bed every day, but I'm not like that. Life teaches you things. Uh, day in, day out, you learn new things. You learn more about yourself day in and day out. Being in the situation that I'm in. So yeah, sorry, I was in the middle of a message and somebody rang me and cut me off, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, yeah, uh, she's on all the right medication now uh, and hopefully she recovers soon so we can get back to some sort of normality. You know, during the coronavirus, it's been really hard to be a full-time dad, a carer, and just normal human being, I guess. <laughs> it's been so hard. Um... Not only that, I've been trying to, like, get to drive as well. So I've been trying to take driving lessons. And today, I just so happened to fail the theory. But we'll take it on the chin. And guess what? We'll get back at it again as soon as possible. Life is life at the end of the day. That's what you make of it. You know, I'm not the best at talking on these things. Thank you for messaging me, though. Our next bit of contact came from Luke Barker uh, at LITS or Lit Podcast. Yeah, and that's Lights in the Lights in the Sky Podcast. And Luke is a very, very good friend of mine in New Zealand. So, yeah. So, uh, our Kiwi friend put, NZ, obviously New Zealand, is a post-COVID now. Woohoo! We Island has the benefit of isolation during the outbreak. So we're able to see how COVID impacted everyone a, f- a few valuable days before it started to hit here. As it was starting to look like we were following the pattern, our Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern, swiftly announced that we were going to full lockdown for four weeks. Now, that's a proper full lockdown. Only supermarkets and doctors were really open. No shopping, no hardware stores, no takeaways, only essential services. Lucas put, I work in agriculture, so my work was deemed essential, but I had to work at home. Thankfully, we had a surplus in our economy last year, so the government was able to cover the wages of most, if not all, people during that time. This was announced with three days' notice. 
the most cases we reached in a day was 89. And so after entering a lockdown four weeks later, we were COVID-free. It's really amazing to think of how our team of 5 million pulled this off. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, that's not to say I'm really celebrating. It's pretty weird seeing how the rest of the world is so badly affected when we have to come up rel- when we have come up sorry, relatively unscathed. Now, don't get me wrong, a lot of people lost their jobs and 22 people have died here. So that's 22 loved ones that had to be buried with less than 10 people at their final farewell. But looking outward, we have so far dodged a massive bullet. Our borders are now closed unless you're a citizen and then you are enforced two-week isolation in an airport hotel once you cross the border. That will start to feel very isolating as time goes on, I'm sure. We have family in Australia that can visit a family wedding coming up. With a family as close as ours, that will hit it hard on the day. For me personally, I'm thankful for how we pulled through and that missing my family during lockdown was hopefully the worst we'd get. It was really hard with the one-year-old not seeing the family that whole time. My dad had lots of new tricks after the lockdown, which is another way of saying the family missed a lot of firsts during that time. Nevertheless, I'm just extremely grateful for what I have and the life we are lucky enough to live. During lockdown, the biggest worry was how I needed a haircut going into it and the mission that grocery shopping became. Uh, we weren't first in line for McDonald's after we moved down from level four to level three, where takeaway eateries were actually allowed to open. But it didn't take that long. I'm also still recovering from sports withdrawal. But even then, it was four weeks off and then crowds were back at the rugby. And my beloved rugby league was operational again. Until our borders open and the world recovers, we are on our we are on our own down at the bottom of the planet, waiting for the place to open up again and hoping that all the stuff on the news starts being a bit happier. That's a positive one. I like that. Positive yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's, re- it's really good. And because um, I know that I'm not going to sort of go into it, but I know that he's had a few ups and downs as well, you know, going on with regards to health and things like that. Not not his personal health, but um, other people related to him. So, you know, it's... It's just a really trying time at the moment, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And the, the sad thing is, regardless of it being dealt with across the world by different people, it's still hitting everybody. Yeah, so it's quite interesting to get the other, literally down under's um, viewpoint on everything. So, our next one is from Bob Christian. And Bob has put, I must say that I wasn't bothered by the full lockdown as an Aspie. I can't return to the pub, am I due to lung issues and not feeling safe? But... I'm not really a people person, so these things didn't affect my mental health too much. Apart from the whole, what day is it? Yep, which bin thing? (laughs) It's actually been good preparation for retirement as I'm getting old, in brackets 45. Which is not old, Bob. Which is not old, no. (laughs) I've used the time to completely gut the shed, as it was full to the point you couldn't get in it. It's now a great place to potter and relax. Okay, Bob, that does make you sound like you're getting old. Um, I've also <laughs> used the time to complete my fourth book and begin working on a fifth series of non-poetry book. Cool. Yeah. Fifth series, sorry, non-poetry book. So it's been a productive time. I can't wait to be able to get my beard trimmed, but mainly for comic conventions to start so I can finally meet the Codswallop team. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, now he's put note that I'm aware I'm rambling, feel free to use bits or whatever is decent. It's all decent, Bob. Even if it wasn't decent, we'd still use it because we love our salty tab balls as we've been doing stuff for all of you that have been in contact with us. Yeah, exactly. I echo everything that James has just said. <laughs> Hope you're both doing well and staying sane or as sane as you can do. Uh, Bob, sanity for me left 
the wind left and jumped out the window and ran off into the fields many, many moons ago. <laughs> and I don't think I was born with sanity. So, <laughs> But thank you for the well wishes. That's lovely of you. <laughs> James, are you still okay carrying on reading? I'm still absolutely fine. So okay. the other one is from Timmy Dawson. Right. So Timmy has put right. So mostly life hasn't changed. I'm still going to work, running around like a headless chicken, coming home and passing out. I hope not literally passing out, Timmy, but the main effect has been outside. Me and Tanya, in brackets, wife for listeners' benefit, were buying a house which fell through. Ah, right, because of the pandemic. Sorry, Timmy. This added a lot of stress, which exacerbated some health conditions that we have. Luckily, we have an awesome support system, friends and family, so it's always been manageable. With group chat, quiz nights, and gaming sessions. The hardest part has been not seeing our friend Dave, who is our adopted ginger. Yeah, everyone's going to adopt the ginger. The plus side is that we don't have gingivitis <laughs> while we're away from him. If anyone has a Twitch account, please mock him as he plays video games at JazzChicken87. Can we repeat <laughs> that again? At JazzChicken87. Uh, I would like to add, you know, for with regard to ginger people, uh, you know, please, you know, be nice to ginger people because they have been hampered with the fact they don't have a soul. So they need all the help <laughs> they can get from us. And also, just very quickly, Tim, I was born a natural ginger. So fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but not really. <laughs> That's why I dye my head to disguise it. <laughs> I should mention that you found a new house and hopefully we'll be moving soon. Fingers crossed. My motto through the whole pandemic has been never give up, never surrender. Oh, yes. Even during the dark times, I've strived to stay positive and keep going. If any of the salty tadpoles ever need a chat, sass, cat pick, send them my way. Love to all. Popper of the cherries, Tim. Yeah. And it's them. But of course, that goes for you and James also. But only if I can have a go on James's glory hole. <laughs> Timmy, you asked nicely, so it might well happen for you. <laughs> You've got to stick with that positive outlook, and I may, in 2025, when this is possibly all blown over, allow <laughs> you to eat glory hole. Cling yeah. to that dream. <laughs> and uh, the lube that you might need to use is hand sanitizer. So is that all right? <laughs> <laughs> the gallons of leftover hand sanitizer. Might yeah. think of it. You know, <laughs> well, bit of pain and pleasure, you know. <laughs> now we're going to come to the message from somebody I know very well. It's a salty tadpole, uh, Joanne Alexander. Yeah, your podcasting mistress. My podcasting mistress, who I cheated on Gemma with. Yes, I'm a bad man. But interestingly, she's also ginger with no soul. So, you know, I've obviously got a like, you know, I've got a type. <laughs> so, Joanna's put. Okay, so here's my lockdown story. Excuse the inevitable typos as I waffle on. Just as lockdown was taking place, my mood dipped unexpectedly. I would suffer from depression at times, but the timing of this seemed a tad inappropriate. People over the world were suffering the effects of the virus, losing their jobs, missing loved ones, etc. And there was I in a secure job, but none of the good stuff seemed to help. I couldn't face making any costumes at that time, and even speaking to people online became too hard. So I made a sudden decision to walk away from social media for a while to get my head back in order. 
thankfully that seemed to help just in case anybody doesn't know you know about joanne but i'm sure you all do because you obviously listen to the episodes as well that she was on but um she does make amazing costumes for comic cons and whatnot um sorry i'm not doing her justice with saying this bit but yeah she she honestly does do amazing costumes with all cosplay and whatnot so just in case anyone was wondering what kind of costumes but it also could be like a bondage costume going by joanne (laughs) (laughs) they they are absolutely amazing yeah james and i were recording the picard podcast at this time and i can hear how reflective some of my comments were becoming more analytical as i was maybe unconsciously looking for an answer doing the podcast helped immensely it was great to have something to focus on while i was stuck at home with the rest of the world now i seem to be back to normal I returned to making costumes, inappropriate and otherwise. Well, there you go. She answered my question. <laughs> What's my depression episode caused by the lockdown? Who can say? I do know that the quarantine has provided me with a chance to connect with my surroundings after years of living out in the countryside and not having time to appreciate it. Now I have time to go walking and see the hedges and trees bloom on my road. I've also made friends with a couple of local farm dogs who I see on my danders. Big hello here to Eddie, the Jack Russell, or cool, just like on Frasier, and Flash, the Black Labrador. All in all, some bad shit, some good stuff, but definitely a feeling of being grateful for not having caught this horrendous virus. Hear, hear. Yeah, yeah, and um, Joanne, I've said it to you off screen, uh, off screen, (laughs) off screen, because we're apparently on screen now. But I've said it to you off mic before that we're going to record an episode with the three of us, and yeah, still 100% want to do that. But me and James just need to find our feet with, uh, you know, with with your work, you know, James, your work, and uh, Mm -hmm. everything going on with my changes and stuff like that. So, but we 100% do want to still do an episode with her definitely so yeah i just wanted to say that just in case you thought i'd forgotten but i definitely haven't i'm like an elephant i never forget (laughs) i know that only too well because you know if i cross uh gemma you know well i'm dead yep (laughs) and he's not wrong (laughs) (laughs) so the next one is from jamie westwood so jamie is put lockdown was a crazy time I went from having a routine I was used to, working, sleeping the day as I work nights, seeing my kids every week, having a small social life, etc. Then all of a sudden, I'm not working, adjusting back to a normal sleep pattern, not being allowed to travel to see my kids, never see my friends. And as my wife still worked, I was spending all day, every day, with my two-year-old ginger turd of a daughter. <laughs> I meant that in an affectionate way. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, I'm noticing this common thread about evil, soulless gingers. Anyway, uh, that was my interjection there. I'm injecting personal politics into it again. So uh, I, I really struggled at the start, and it really got to me. But eventually I learned to embrace it, and using this time to my advantage, got stuff done around the house, gardeners, etc. Truly embraced things like home exercise to the point I actually enjoy it now. Haha, thanks Joe Wicks. And used that to lose over a stoning weight and achieve my five and a half stone award and even start to gain some muscle. I also decided to reopen my home ice cream business and it thrived. I've spoken about his ice cream business before, but I am super jealous that I'm nowhere near Birmingham that I can't get his ice cream. Yeah, so am I. Yeah, but you're closer than I am. <laughs> 
That's true, but it's a hell of a journey for ice cream. Yeah. But maybe the ice cream, so, well, the ice cream sounds like it's so good from what, what I'm seeing and reading that, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Jamie has put shocking how much I made. Well done. When talk about dropping restrictions, I mean, I was excited when I heard pubs and stuff were reopening and the idea of being able to see friends. But seeing how other people are acting, it puts me off and scares me too much to actually go out to these places. I'm back at work now so my lockdown is essentially over and quite frankly i feel that it's worse than before i honestly thought people would be kinder to each other following this whole thing but people are just being massive assholes i was looking forward to going back to work now but i want lockdown back it's crazy it's a crazy fucking world man yep i agree with that yep i agree with that yeah I absolutely agree with that as well. Do you want me to read for a little bit, James? No, no. All right, we'll take over them, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the home stretch is near, so yeah. So Nathan Page contacted us, and he put that two weeks into lockdown, I lost three friends from the same family. I'm sorry to see that, Nathan. Yeah, uh, yeah me too. I wasn't lucky enough to work from home, but it's been emotional and exhausting. But it's made me appreciate the little things. When you see things like that, it does hammer home how how difficult things really are for for people. So, yeah, we're, we're pulling for you on that, Nathan. I said to sort of James, uh, not sort of James, because you definitely are James, but I said to James off uh, mic that we've got a lot of responses. Um, some of them are sad. Some of them are uplifting. Um, but I think that they are, you know, I've reiterated what I said earlier, that they are all really, really important because, yeah, I don't want any of the... Uh, well, I don't want anyone in the world, but anyone in the salty tub, I don't want any of the salty tadpoles to feel like they're alone out there. Like literally just send me a DM and I, if I, if I'm in the middle of work and I can't get back to you straight away, I will get back to you and I will have a chat with you about whatever you want to talk about. So, um, and I'm sure that probably goes for you as well, James, but absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Something I put every week and it still remains true, which is that anybody needs to talk to me during, you know, I do a check in for people you do. Uh, with regard to the COVID. And if anybody, and I do mean this entirely sincerely, wants to talk to me about anything, I am available. Uh, yeah, just drop me a line in, in whatever fashion you want. Yeah, because we do love you guys. Yes, we do. And we got the luxury of talking to one another every week. So we keep each other sort of, well, we didn't we haven't got sanity but you know no. keeping ourselves sort of <laughs> whatever the opposite of sanity is <laughs> yeah i i love all you salty tadpoles uh, even the soulless ginger ones so on to <laughs> the next one god <laughs> uh, so sean what does it matter podcast at wdim podcast and he has put well i'm essential so i wasn't in lockdown so what am I excited about with the restrictions being lifted? That's a good question. It sure as hell isn't the insane amount of traffic or the entitled motherfuckers walking around maskless to express their freedom. <laughs> my mental health. Barren wasteland made worse by frustration. Ever talk to a brick wall? It's fun. <laughs> oh, sorry, Sean really makes me laugh. <laughs> I think we're getting an insight into Sean's, uh, you know, fractured mental health with that comment. Yeah, he's got a very dry sense of humour, but also I can also hear the anger in it as well. But at the same time, you do make me laugh regardless. So, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I partly imagine Sean actually sat on his own in 
completely on his own in a room having that conversation with himself yeah. talking to a brick wall. Um, <laughs> I also imagine him really having this conversation on his own, doing like just shouting out to himself in the room. He has got a podcast, which is the What Does It Matter podcast. Uh, you know, he does have his rants and raves. So in some ways, you're right there. He does uh, sit in a room on his own and actually shout at himself. <laughs> <laughs> and Sean's put, did I learn anything new? Yeah. Entitled motherfuckers could give less of a shit about the well-being of others if it means they can't get a haircut or get their nails done or have somebody serve them their dinner on a sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely feel like James adapted his tone there. <laughs> Deep breath, John. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our next one is from At Bats and Balls Pod. Doing okay for now here, which is Sydney. Being able to get to the footy a bit. Just hope it doesn't come back as hard as it did in Melbourne. They're going through some tough times down there, so thank you, everybody in Melbourne. Our next one, which probably has the best uh, ad of the lot for me personally anyway it's at <laughs> boobies podcast <laughs> it's boobies and newbies podcast so if anyone wants to check them out <laughs> i mean at boobies podcast as their name does bring back the emotional pain for me of never being able to get a job working at victoria's secret but enough <laughs> <laughs> at boobies podcast put it might sound weird but i think i was more okay mentally emotionally etc for the first couple of months of lockdown the closer we get to the fall the harder it gets because i'm worried about missing out on all my favorite seasonal experiences and the uh, little emojis suggest it's halloween so yeah. at boobies podcast we're thinking of you yes and i hope some scary times are ahead of you and when i scary 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 in the sense of uh halloween <laughs> yeah spooky shall i say not scary but um yes yeah, some spooky times are ahead of you so you can actually enjoy your favorite season so or favorite holiday and what I would say for your favourite Sarah Holder for Halloween, if you really want to get an interesting response, dress up as a test you with COVID-19 sticker on it. Because yeah. <laughs> there is that website, isn't it? does uh, ridiculous, uh, you know, like outfits for... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, costumes and that, yeah. And I wonder if that is going to be one of them this year. Because they've done, like, people in a toilet seat and... Yeah. <laughs> you know someone like Yandy's gonna cut with like come out with something like, you know, sexy COVID nineteen disease or, or something, you know, some yeah. weird thing. The one I envision that'll probably happen is like a sexy COVID nineteen nurse. Yes, yeah, I reckon. Or a sexy COVID nineteen patient. <laughs> I've just kind of thought, fuck the lot of you, I'm taking that one for myself and the copyright. Okay, good. Good for you. <laughs> You just have to make sure that nobody has actually come up with the idea before this. <laughs> Unfortunately, it will happen. Yeah, I know. We have to put a bet. It is going to happen. Uh, what I would yeah. say for anyone who does dress up uh, as a sexy COVID whatever, uh, let's see how long it is before you get lynched by somebody. So, you know. <laughs> can't imagine that going down well on Halloween. No, me neither. No. <laughs> It's almost as bad as a bloody tampon. You know, it's like... Uh. Wearing a sombrero. <laughs> what, a bloody tampo t tampon, sorry, wearing a sombrero? A mini sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Johnson, I bring you for that one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> 
And last but not least, we come to At Hermand Rant. And I think At Hermand Rant has got their priorities straight. And they have put this for us. Free hashtag Pornhub, building slash flipping cars and selling random stuff on at OfferUp and hashtag Facebook Marketplace, LOL. That's someone who's seen a terrible thing happen and gone, I can benefit from this in some small way. I like it. I do too. Yeah, it's a good call. And well done, Herman. I hope you've laid lots of money. So, (laughs) especially, and then you're paying for it on Pornhub. (laughs) Right. Okay. Well, we've gone for a long time tonight and the last couple of episodes have only been about 48 minutes and this is reckoning in um probably about an hour and 10 at this point can i just quickly interject one thing if you no. have enjoyed listening to me uh, <laughs> <laughs> get in your box no um if we have if you've been uh, i'm hoping that you know i've done people a service when i've read the stuff and they've enjoyed it if because i'm going to pimp myself now as herman drant would be if if anybody would like me to read anything for them, to like do a message or anything for them where I'm reading stuff, even abusive messages to friends and family, drop me a line, I'll happily do it. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, we don't make the most, as a podcast, we don't make the most of your uh, your speaking abilities and your different voices that you can do and stuff like that. So maybe we should start doing that <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. But yeah, if anybody would like me to read anything, uh, I'll do stuff like audio things for people. Seriously, drop me a line. I'll happily look over it and uh, work with you to do uh, the best possible stuff. Okay, awesome. Pimp yourself out. That's good. (laughs) Yes. And also, I know that this is the wrong time to be saying it as well, but if anyone's heard the creaking of a chair in the background of my audio, I do apologise, but I'm sat in a really uncomfortable seat and it really hurts my bum. So... So I think we've been talking enough Codswell up this week. (laughs) I am still James. You certainly are. (laughs) And thank you ever so much again for everybody who submitted. And I hope this has helped a few people out there to, uh, you know, understand that you're not alone. Like I said earlier. Bye bye. Bye.